0: Open the door and you step inside. We're inside our hearts. Now imagine your pain as a white ball.
1: Toxic Masculinity, this is your first time watching this shit or listening to this audio, then you gotta be toxic as fuck. EOD presents Toxic Masculinity. Introduction by Jonathan Diaz and James Mason. Intro, who am I? Bro, shut the fuck up, bro. I did your dog and pony show, you know. I fucking went around the motions, you know. Let's fucking do this shit. Let's pretend to not be angry, you know. Fuck you. Am I done now? Give me my first certificate or whatever the fuck I do to present to the judge. I get the fuck out of here, bitch. Well, James, you 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 want your certificate, right? Because that means your your freedom. We need you to be docile. You know that. Right now, you're being very very toxic. I gonna be very aggressive. You you, 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 you you don't want to regret that, 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 right, James? Yeah, I know. You're right. All my fucking freedom. So I gotta be a little bitch, right? I gotta I gotta fucking agree with some of your fucking bullshit. I get it. It's Pirate Society's deal, I get it. Can, can you just sign my shit man and then the other week you acted like some kind of fucking demon and shit, man. You, I don't know, man. I don't know about this place, dog. This is sexy as fuck, bro. You, you tripped me out last week, bro. You were acting hella fucking weird, bro. I told you, dog. You do that shit again, I'm going to have to fucking smack you. But now that I'm fucking out this bitch, fuck you, little bitch. Sign my shit. Well, well James, you did fill all your financial requirements. And, and you, you were here every session. Ironically, even though you hated it. I'll, I'll, I'll sign it, James. But just, just, just know, we, we, we'll, we will be watching you. We'll, we'll be watching you, James, very, very, very closely. Dude, what's up with the fucking threats, man? It's You know, I'm just trying to get the fuck out of here and not listen to your fucking bitch ass tell me what the fuck.
0: Oh, how do you feel inside? Are you, are you... Are you angry? You know, you know, you know that, that, you know,
1: being in anger management is making me more angry at you. So if you can sign that shit, watch me. I don't give a fuck. I'm getting the fuck out of this bitch. I'm going to fucking go explode my toxic masculinity everywhere. Sign my shit. You're right. I did pay my shit. Please, man. I heard your fucking spiel for like how long already, man? I'm out. You see, James. You see your dilemma. You're not know who you think you are. And secondly, you are already a slave. Why fight so much, James? Just, 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 give up. Give up the act of the toxic masculinity. Come on, no, 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 no one buys it. You're not strong enough for it. Be, be a simple cog, James. That's what we want for you. That's what's what, what best for you, James. It'll suit you. <laughs> you are independent. You, you are motivated. You, you wanting to leave your mark on the world, world, world right? I heard your little spiel. Just <laughs> like James. I know what's best for you. I'm going to take care of you. Wow, what a what an interesting proposition from my anger management counselor. You know what? You're right. I should give up. Right? Fuck you. I am giving up. I'm getting out this bitch. And I got a few words for you. Something I wrote as kind of my eulogy from my time here.
0: Oh my angry management telling me, you know? I'm memorializing it.
1: You know, I decided to put some poetic justice to my jail time sentence here of your nanny fucking bullshit. I, I, I hate you so fucking much. You don't get it. But listen up. This is important. It's probably gonna turn you into a fucking demon again because you're gonna be like, oh my god, you're gonna overwire. I don't know what the fuck happened to you last week. Bitch, but here's my eulogy. Oh, bitch, here we go. Titled by James Mason. The world does not give a shit about you. One day a boy can awaken and realize that the world in which he is in does not give one fuck about him. Not in a real sense, anyway. And definitely not how he was taught. Lies of what's inside him or how good he is, is what gives him value to the world. Shortly after that realization, a boy must come to terms with this. A boy must stare into the abyss and stare at, a fact, the life that had been hidden from him, if he was sheltered. That life for him is adversarial in nature, and he must take an adversarial stance within the world in order to succeed in it. One day, a boy awakens from his slumber and he hears the voices of the world whispering in his ear. You are only worth what you can earn, what you can build, create, discover, or kill. You are a tool and our weapon, expendable to the greater good. Please, boy, please come find your place as a simple cog in the
0: machine.
1: In short, what I'm getting at is this world wants you to fail. It wants your life to be unremarkable. To be spent supporting others. For your existence to be drowned in romantic propaganda while you slave at your job every day. For you to be the base, the lowest rung of the great, care, of the great pyramid scheme that is society. There are many things that will definitely benefit from your failure. From genetics, to capitalism, to divorce court, and welfare. These are all built on the supposed sentiment that millions and millions of men need to fail. In order for a few privileged few at the top to succeed. That you have to crack an omelet. Sorry, that you have to crack a few eggs to make an omelet. And you, boy, look like a perfectly fresh egg quite ready for the frying pan. Collect your rifle and your Bible and your identity politics and let's go. I mean, it's not a grand conspiracy like the Illuminati. It's just the way natural order works. The finite nature of reality that is really responsible. It is our animal nature. In a limited world, there are limited spots reserved for success. Without all the failures, The successes could never happen. How many men died in horrible ways to release the United States from colonial rule? Torn by pieces by cannonballs. Holding their guts at 18 years old because some recruitment officer sold them on the the abstract concept of freedom. I want you to remember that this is not meant to be dark and oppressive. It's quite the contrary. It frees you from the emotional expectation of fairness. To keep you from cursing at the world, understanding the lopsided rules and figuring how to win. The point is to make you see yourself as an agent, acting upon the world, rather than being a passive deluded recipient to the world's inedible inedible slings and arrows. When a snake bites us, we don't question our own worth. We don't berate the snake. We appreciate our luck when we encounter snakes that don't bite us. But we learn to expect that many snakes will bite and they should be dealt with accordingly. The world wants you to fail. I mean, what the fuck are you gonna do about it?
2: Well, James, you to get out of here today. But you want to get out alive males who want to be free are to be mercilessly punished and she-
1: Fuck anymore At least I'm free. Half drunken and half sedated, a quarter more high and just a little bit insane. James Mason sits and writes sits and writes about himself or what he thinks to be himself. He could never be sure. Sometimes he just loses tracks of who he is, or what he was, or what he's going to become. It's always kind of jungled in there. It's always kind of evolving and changing. We don't know who James is, and James doesn't know who he is at all either. So sometimes I feel like I'm narrating a ghost. And perhaps I am. But I think this ghost is real. I find, it, I find it fascinating that I find myself in so much trouble. Whether it's by the law or for the troubles I cause myself. I started this about four years back. I sometimes try to envision who I was back then. And nothing comes to me. Only what I am now. This story is about a boy who so desperately wanted truth. The boy also wanted other things- love, loyalty, and harmony for himself and family. A splendid boy fell corrupt to the game we call life, and when he found truth, it didn't set him free like he thought it would. instead, the truth only ilum- illuminated what he what he could now never escape. What's a boy to do when the world has you cornered? Simply become the man you were born to be by any means necessary. It's a matter of survival. Meet James Mason. June 2018. Before I even start, let's get one thing straight. James Mason has a very, very unhealthy personality. Now that we have that squared away, James is an incredibly flawed individual who tends to abandon those who love him and feels no remorse whatsoever at his poor judgment and horribly timed actions. Sounds like a great guy, right? Part of why people seem to not hate James for his actions is that people feel sorry for him. James is a mess. He doesn't recognize that he's a mess, and that makes him even more of a mess. He's running around from one city to the next, one woman to the next, wrecking most of these on the way, and then feeling the need to move again once he gets to wherever he thought he wanted to be. James takes great pleasure in the simpler things, food, alcohol, sex, drugs, music, and forging his own destiny. You know the type. I guess he always figured that if he kept his focus on things like this, that eventually he would fool himself into thinking that kind of life would be perfect for him. That this way of life is what he would have chosen if he was ever given the chance. As James struggled with who and what he was going to become, Life complicated itself, and James truly wanted to want a different life than the one he was dead on having. For the first time in a while, and at a truly at a crossroads now, James asks himself, not only who am I, but which way do I go? (coughs)